This is the Content Recruiting Podcast. How's your week started off, my friend? Week started off well. I think, uh, yeah, like I, uh, I, like I just told you before we hit record, we're, uh, we're doing this pitch event uh, tomorrow because we're kicking off our fundraising officially uh, tomorrow. So, uh, which, which you, got us talking about you, some ideas here. You are, and I, and I, I um, everyone loves BYA. Before you apply, I know we don't pitch companies, but this is a big moment, isn't it? We don't talk about our companies, do we? But this is a big moment for your business and for Jackson and all the work you've been putting in with the folk at BYA over the last, what, two and a half years? This yeah. is a big moment, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. This is, uh, you know, we've done, I don't know, we've done a good amount of stuff over, over the last couple of years and we learned a lot. And so now, now we know that if we, if we have some money, we can really like hit, some, hit the gas, yeah. as they say. Yeah, for sure. Hey, listen, on that point, we've got a, we've yes. got a couple of things um, that we've prepared uh, in advance of this podcast, as we usually do, Nate. Um, I wanted to talk about something that happened today. Um, I recently started a new contract and uh, we got some feedback from a candidate who we offered to. So this is a software engineer. And this guy sent the recruiter in question nine questions before he'd commit to signing the contract. Now, my mind went to you straight away and what you folks are doing over there with the platform. But none of the questions were about salary, not one. So really, okay. Honestly, can I work remotely abroad during the holidays? Number two, does the business provide parking spaces for its employees? Because it's still on site uh, in Poland. Um, Is there a bonus system? is there's a way they phrase stuff around healthcare over there, which I don't understand, but basically asking what the rules are, um, employee insurance, and these questions go on and on and on, family packages, um, what's the scope for senior package, for relocation, like nine questions, really Mm well-structured, dental package, all this stuff, and they aren't asking about the number now, I appreciate all this is part of the broader package, so it's correlated and all that sort of stuff. But isn't it interesting, all of the things that go through people's minds when they're making a decision about a job that we never think of? Man. Yeah. Huh. Let me tell you where, okay. the, let me tell you where this came from. Um, I, there's so much talk at the moment about how, how you need to drive tech talent through the funnel really quickly and get them to higher stage about how you've got to make a decision in 48 hours, how the market's blown up in terms of salary. So basically all the market forces are competing against companies that need to attract talent, right? Quick, you've got to, that no delays, you've got to have incredible salaries, you've got to have incredible everything. That's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing people make career decisions based on the salary because they know nothing about either side of the business that they that they that they have to commit to. Mm. They don't know enough, and so they have to make a decision based on something. And I think the mind just goes, "Well, what are they going to pay? Like, what else can they compare? How did they get on with the like people they interviewed with? Maybe early like high level view of the products. What do we think? And then the rest of it is salary. So I, I just want to I want to um, 
That was just an observation. I wanted to share it with you and see what you think. Are we giving enough candidates? Are we asking enough questions that we'd never think about in recruitment in a candidate's world? Mm. <clears throat> no, I guess like the, the short answer is no, but um, man, it's just like, you know, uh, I've talked a lot in the past about the power of a, of an FAQ mm. and, and, you know, just like from a, from a pure like content perspective, like, like a, an organic or, or live document that, it, that is just like continually being updated with stuff like this. I mean, here's the other thing too, is like this kind of feedback, this kind of like data, again, isn't going to show up in like, like through a piece of software. I mean, this is like, like pulling it out of people, you know? I mean, it's like somebody is saying it light bulb moment this stuff really matters this is a big differentiator this is helping somebody make a decision easier or faster um and then that needs to be captured and put somewhere because obviously if like one person cares about it this is like one of those things where it's pretty likely that a lot of people care about it and so we should probably document that and put it somewhere so somebody can so other people can share it and make our and, and us as the company or as the recruiters makes our life a lot easier. Um, Let me ask you something. Man, do you, you know, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no. I was going to say, do you think people get scared of asking these questions for the sake of coming yes. across as quite needy and a bit egotistical yeah. and all these things? Yeah. Like, you, you know, what's it? What um, <laughs> I was, I would, I, I found myself already trying to like uh, picture this person, you know, like, man, somebody who asked that kind of a question is probably like a very, they probably ask a lot of questions. Mm. Uh, yeah, but, but that's, but I think, you know, candidates, a lot of candidates aren't very good at being candidates. Uh, and why, why shouldn't they ask a lot of questions? Yeah, it's a, uh, they, they should, they should ask way more questions than companies ask of them. Um, but you know, it's uh, it's human nature, I think, to like, kind of like you know, want to put on a show or like, um, not like, not push back as hard as we should, you know, and things like that. And so, I don't know. I think like even just like acknowledging that as a company, knowing that candidates, it's an awkward thing, man. Being a candidate is it's a very awkward thing, and like having some empathy for that, and like helping candidates. Uh, putting candidates in a position where they can succeed or if they're not comfortable or confident enough to ask the questions that that they should be asking let's just like give it to them ahead of time anyway um yeah yeah my no, mind I goes agree. though with this is like my my mind goes to just like straight to content because that's like the space that i that i'm in but um we uh there's a i i talk about this like probably too much but there's a lot of conversations about content 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 you know it's like Shit, it's the name of the show. But it's like, where do we, <laughs> what do we make it? Where do we put it? But then, it, but we're going back to like the most, like the basics. And even like in Notion or in Google Docs or in like whatever, just having this like, this hub that is continually being updated and the amount of like branches that could come off of this, you know, it's just like everything from like company culture to team culture to product to benefits to like this level. Oh, it just dude. seems like a really valuable thing for somebody to be creating. 
if you if you're a if you're in the recruitment team and you're capturing all these questions, like genuinely you're trying to capture as many of these questions as possible, could you imagine how easy it would be if you're like your chief people officer to create a brand online by just Q and A style throwing these out on LinkedIn? Totally. Like it'd be so easy, wouldn't it? It really would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you become like a you you kind of become this like expert or thought leader or whatever like in your industry like like you're helping your industry out at the same time as well right which yeah. is then helping everybody just provide this better experience um i mean the amount of like the amount of effort and amount of money that is given to trying to create these different types of experiences through like interviews and things like that i think the the basics get really overlooked So are you familiar with a guy called Marcus Sheridan in the States who uh, River, River Pools and Spas, I think his company's name is. Have you heard yes. of this guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, he uh, anyone listening, this guy created a book called something like They Ask You Answer. Um, it's about 15 yards away from me. My eyesight's terrible. But I think that's what it's called. Anyway, They Ask You Answer. And that's the whole purpose, like to your point there, keeping it so easy, all you're doing is taking the barriers away one by one in the buyer's mind, or in this case, the candidate's mind, by just giving them the information that they need. And so and, and so their point was back in 2000 and early 2000s, four, five, six, whenever it was, they had this pool installation company that was really, really struggling. Yeah. They had zero market share in the States, yada, 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 gone through the recession, and then they just took a punt and started blogging about the questions that their customers had. And suddenly business just went like hockey stick style, went crazy. People were finding the answers that no other company would give them, bang. And I, I just, I see a huge opportunity. Like we talk about some, some tactics that in today's world probably feel a little bit more sophisticated and a little bit more um, difficult to execute sometimes you know we go from one side to the other become a concept marketer it's not easy is it but stuff like this is like bam so easy just start tomorrow just write the questions down that people ask you share it with the team once a week to your point get into notion put everything in there google docs google sheet whatever and just answer the questions bang them on a landing page or use byA product plug and get them out there um and that, that's yeah. that's yeah it, it's fascinating super easy super quick super dirty yeah it, it it's the way it should be and if you're like a if, if you're not at the front lines you know like let's say you're a you're a head of talent who's like more of a strategist or you oversee the team or you're in like an employer branding recruitment marketing role or anything like that just have a weekly stand-up with the recruiting team and just say okay like what were the questions this week that you got asked most often I mean, just, just, yeah. You, and you know, honestly, like, it, especially when it comes to, to engineers, like technical talent, things like that, the more scrappy it is, I think the more it resonates. That's why like, I'm a big fan of using, like spinning up a notion page or, a, um, or like using a Google doc. It's not, it's not all like branded and things like it's like scrappy. It looks like it's like a document that I don't, I don't know. It just gives off this vibe. There's something about it. You know, oh man, I, I was gonna, I was gonna divert to the other point of this that we're gonna discuss on this episode. Yeah. But I just yeah. want to stick on this for a second, because we we do this thing in recruitment where 
you only give the part next part of the process away after someone's successful. So if someone yeah. gets an offer, you then say, right, we're going to onboard you. Here's what's going to happen next. You get this laptop, you get this phone, you get this, it'll all be delivered to your home or whatever. Like, surely all of that stuff helps the candidate feel what it's going to be like inside of the business as they're going through the process, no? Yeah. Like, what laptop are you going to be using? Are you going to get yeah. two screens or one? Are we going to pay you 150 quid a month to go set up a workstation or not? Are you going to get, I don't know, co-working space budget or not? Like all of these little things that don't amount to a 10K salary or an additional 10K on your salary are huge, aren't they? Yes. So, okay. Uh, just last week, I was putting together a landing page for, uh, for a startup that, that we had just started working with, a new customer of ours. And, um, and so part of their, you know, when we designed the page, you know, you, there's just some information that we plug in. And one of them was, um, they were talking about like rem a remote, like work package or whatever, you know, they get to build yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I was telling, I, I was telling Jackson, I go, how cool would it be if the founder who we're working with just recorded a video on his phone going, this is what my home workstation looks like. Yeah. Yours could be similar to this. Just, yeah. Just that. Or if the founder just jumped on a video message for every new star, and I appreciate it's not going to happen at like a major, like a bang company or whatever, but at a startup who are hiring like six people a month, how long would it yeah, take? Right. A 30 second video saying, hey, great to have you. Um, we work from home here. I buy my stuff from here, but I'd love to have a chat. Let's figure out when you're all settled. Blah, blah. Just a little touch, a really small touch. Or, hey, I know if you're coming for a third interview with us on this day, um, just shout if you've got any questions. You can hit me here at this email address. But if the founder did something like that yes. to people going through the final stage of the process, that's got to hold some influence, hasn't it? You know, you're making a, I think like, you're making me just like once again realize, and I think this is a message that we should just continue to have, is that I think so much uh, this emphasis on like optics or positioning blocks so many cool things from happening. Mm. Um, so instead of just doing something like that, it's like, well, okay. We got to like figure out how, like, how are we going to film this? You know, is it going to be branded? Is it going to be like uh, all this kind of stuff, which then once you start having that conversation, suddenly too many people are in the room and like it, it's not going to happen. It's too late. It's too, you're right. That's, that's exactly right. It's too late. If, um, it, you know, could you imagine, and I don't, I, I genuinely don't know if this would work or not, but could you imagine being a software engineer who's like, flipping a coin on which company to join, genuinely don't know, who gets a message off the CEO who's like, look, sounds like you've got a couple of opportunities on the table. Just come to me. Let's talk about the future product. Let's talk about my plans and the vision. And if it helps you make a decision, great. But isn't that, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm living in like this, this romantic world where these things should really happen. Um, and it's, it's a fantasy land because CEOs are just way too important and way too busy to send a 15 second video to someone, but I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I'd do okay. It. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's, um, okay. Th this is where I get, 
I, I do want to make sure that we talk about what the, this one topic that, that we had, but I want to stay here for a second because um, there is, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a realist, but I'm an optimist too, right? So, so like I, I, I accept the realities of, of what we're saying that sure, most, almost all companies are not going to do this, but I, I'm optimistic that somebody will. And that's why I think it's worth saying. And I think it's worth saying it over and over and over again, maybe in different ways. But I've, I've realized that like you and I post some outside of the box things when it comes to our industry. Um, and we get some pushback because we always get at least a couple recruiters, you know, these like, you know, we'll jump into the conversation and be like, yeah, it's never going to happen. You know, that, that kind of tone. And it's like, I realize that, but like, if just one person starts doing it, then this, like this industry that has been stagnant for so long can finally start moving, even if it's really, really slow. Um, and I do, I just think like the earlier, the earlier the company, the more they can just get it, get after this stuff. I, I, but I don't know, man. I, I, uh, there, it's not like we're talking about things that like require massive budgets or massive teams or anything like that to like happen. We're talking about like the scrappiest versions of something that will have the biggest return. And that's why I continue to stay optimistic because we're not pitching massive ideas. Um, we're, we're just pitching creative ones. Mm. And they might be terrible, by the way. Sure. But go and um, go and test it. I, uh, I'm a big believer in that most of us who are trying to influence someone are literally trading in the, in the business of like emotions. Like you're trading emotions, aren't you? How you make someone feel, how much confidence you give to someone and the emotion that triggers. And generally, you're trying to create a positive emotion, right? And so anything you can do to help um, people make uh, make people feel good about a decision that they're making and give them more confidence. And it shouldn't be bullshit. Like it shouldn't be just, I'll oh, screw it. We'll get our CEO on a quick video message because it'll definitely convert them. Like it's got to be genuine and, and, and make them feel good. Um, but for the right reasons, um, Nate, before we were hit record, you, we would, and we talked about at the start of the show, BYA going through this huge huge moment in its history before it takes on the world and becomes one of the biggest <laughs> recruitment platforms in the history of recruitment platforms fingers crossed is currently pitching for investment and the process for anyone listening is this nate and his business partner jackson have got to um, pitch investors remotely um, share ideas share what future product roadmap share financials whatever all that stuff um, all virtual and then the VCs who are interested come into their inbox and say, hey, really like the idea, here's some money. Like generally speaking, I'm sure it's more technical than that. Um, what if, Nate Goodyear, we flip that model and because it is a candidate-led market, we said to candidates who are going through that whole, who are showing intent, come join 
Zoom call, there are going to be five companies and they get to pitch you in 10 minutes. Yeah, so it's, uh, okay, so, so yeah, a little more context. Tomorrow, uh, which is going to be the uh, 23rd of March, um, Jackson, Jackson and I are part of this pitch event, this virtual pitch event where there's four startups, we're one of them, and there's going to be an audience of investors who, are, who have RSVP'd. We go through our five-minute pitch, we do a five-minute Q&A, and then that's designed to drive leads and conversations after. Um, and so these pitch events are, uh, are pretty common at the, at the early stage. Um, I told you about it, and you go, why, what if we just did that for candidates? Um, it's, it sounds like a great idea. I think we should do it. I think you and I should do it. I, I... <laughs> oh no, don't say that. I, um, I know. Maybe we should turn that into the next episode where we just get like five companies together and just invite a load of software engineers. Yeah. I mean, and it just seems like, okay, so. What's the benefit? Let's talk through this because I've never, we've never, this is, this is laid in hypothesis. This is like, this is just laid in. This yeah, is this is like, and, like, and this is like no prep whatsoever. No. It just can't. no. Uh, so what's, what's the positive? So let's think about the candidate first. Why would they do this? Why would a candidate show up? Yeah. Uh, because they get to hear, they get to get some, they get to get a lot more information Mm. Uh, before committing to a conversation, right? So instead of getting like a message in their, in one of their inboxes, that is like some kind of like one liner, very short pitch, which then requires them to maybe click on a link, go do some other stuff, you know, they could just, they could show up. They could, uh, they're not put on display. They're not being, and, and also too, they're opting in to, to being there, right? So their space isn't being invaded. It's not like a spam situation. They can show up, they can get information. Uh, they can get some like more depth and nuance and they will be able to see, comp they will be able to compare companies against each other. Dude, as you, <laughs> you're talking through this, this could be like the future recruitment agency. You just run pitch events. Honestly, you just run pitch events. You're the, you're the agency that brings the audience who are on the market, candidates who are showing job searching intent, and all you do is get companies to record a five-minute video and you turn up and you pitch up and you drive, yeah, a fee based on people yeah, you recommend. So yeah, so companies companies get on a list to be able to join, Yeah. to, to, to be able to pitch. You run it at a regular cadence. You have a, you have a candidate audience, like, you know, of a certain kind. So whether it's engineers or it's salespeople or marketers or whatever, they come. So today's like the engineering event, or whatever. So a bunch of, so engineers come and then it's just like, boom, company one enters the room there. They go, they have five minutes to pitch why an engineer should come work for them. Um, and then afterwards there's uh in, you know engineers can reach out directly to like their point of contact or whatever and schedule conversations um and you do like five five companies at a time now here's the thing Here, here's what i love about this is yeah well, well there's a couple of things one is it's extremely 
forgive the buzzy the buzzwords, but it's extremely candidate centric. It it is like so buzzy, for, so much so much buzz right now. So much buzz, uh, but no, but it really is. It's like it's it really it's really providing the candidate with a great experience to evaluate an opportunity, and it's forcing companies to like put themselves on display against other companies instead of going like oh, we're competing against so-and-so for talent, whatever. It's just like, fucking get on there and actually compete for it. Like, like don't just compete in somebody's inboxes. Look, like, show up. Show up. And how much more powerful is that, by the way? Yeah, because just... it, gives, it gives somebody who, like, maybe wouldn't have a chance to come on and have charisma and, like, actually, like, pitch their thing. Oh, man, this is a problem. See, every time we do these bloody episodes, you leave with a new idea, and then it takes me off track. I know, because I know. Cause I all that's going through my head tonight, honestly, all that's going through my head now is <laughs> as soon as we hang up, I'm going to jump on LinkedIn, reach out to 10 founders and be like, hey, you're looking for engineers. Do you want to come and do the engineer pitch-up event? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, it, and if in whatever candidate market, whatever whatever one it is, you know, it, it doesn't have to be engineers. It could be anything. But like, if you become known as like the pitch event where you can go and evaluate like some of the coolest companies, I mean, that's an option. Yeah, you, you do it all day long, man. No, I love it. I think it's a great idea. I'm, um, I think it'd make quite an interesting social experiment how you stack that up versus like spending a fortune on job boards or that many engineers will be interested to come to that sort of event you know i'd be interested to do that me too it sounds super fun it does sound fun um anything else for this week what else you got we've got five minutes we got five minutes no well, we've got, i have got, got as long as we need <laughs> i know no we do um i have a bigger topic i think i want to save it for next week i, I was just going to do like a quick recap of what we talked about okay shoot the power of an FAQ. Massive. Massive. I think I, I like actually if I was a if I if I was gonna just choose one thing to create, it would be that. Oh, and if you want to go and get like some form of um points with your head of TA now when you're a recruiter listening to this, just go and do it. And then just present it to your head of TA. Be like, hey, these are all the questions we Yeah. I've started, yeah. we'll just update it every week. Yep. Um, this idea of these like personalized videos to candidates, um, I really like the idea of that, you know, whether it's like doing a personal video showing something like a home office setup as like a perk that you offer, or it's like a, it's a video from a founder or maybe, you know, senior leader that you can send directly to a candidate that is maybe on the fence any of those things that's really cool um and then pitch a pitch event for candidates which uh stay tuned because there might be this might be in the works <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's just such a good idea i'm sure See, i'm telling good. you hit, hit me during the week okay awesome nate that was uh that was good fun i enjoyed that one um relatively short for us but I don't really think there's much else to talk about because everything else is going to spin out into a much longer episode. So why don't we wrap it up for this week and um, okay. we'll be back next week, yeah? 
All right, friend. I'll see you then.